So, what your top three favourite Christmas songs, Ross? Go. Stop the Cavalry. That's one, though, isn't it, for you? Is that one? Um, probably. Bing Crosby. Uh, yeah, yeah, Bing Crosby, <laughs> Little Drummer Boy. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Um... When we come, every child must be made aware. Every child must be made to care. Care enough. We're men of goodwill, live in peace, live in peace again. I like mistletoe and wine. Yeah. But it's more for the it's more for the nostalgic quality yeah. and the and the time of year than the Christmas than the quality of the song. The child is a king, the caroler sing. The old is past, there's a new beginning. Dreams of Santa, dreams of snow. Fingers numb, faces aglow. I think it's good. I think it is a quality song, really. It's a good tune. It is. Especially when you see that. <laughs> Christmas time! That's very good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I mean, you've got to like Slid. Yeah. We we serve Noddy Holder in Macclesfield because he lives in he lives in near Macclesfield. Right. And did he coin and go? I want to come. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't I wasn't serving him, but I was talking to them, and the 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 woman that was serving him, there was something really weird about her when she was serving him, and and then he went away, and his wife was just there, and she went, I just want to shout, it's Christmas. Do you get that? His wife said that. No, the the the, the, Lynn that, the Lynn that was serving him with me said that to his wife. Yeah, right. And she went, "No, but I know what you mean." <laughs> <laughs> of course, it's like shouting garlic bread, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. That, well, the thing is, I I, 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 I wonder how many times he gets that, oh. and people don't even say it. I just want to say it. People <laughs> just go, "Hey, Noddy." <laughs> yeah, they've done an awful lot of songs apart from that. Nah. They have! They have. <laughs> Name five. <sighs> Fucking hell. Come on, feel the noise. Oh, no. 
um, uh, Wall of Sound was a later one that was in the 80s uh, no, you made you made a good point. <laughs> I can't think of any more. There you go. I do know them. That was annoying. And they were really, they were really good. They were a really good band. They did some amazing songs. But yeah, it's eclipsed by the Christmas song. But I bet he's made a fucking killing out of that oh, yeah, one song. Yeah. Yeah. All it takes. Yeah. All it takes that one song. That's basically what about a boy was about, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, one, one one amazing Christmas song, and you pretty much set yourself up for life. Yeah, it's that it's like so Joan Louis for years didn't like the fact that he did a Christmas song. He will have enjoyed the checks. Oh, I, right. I, th- I think the checks have maybe made him warm to it. Although <laughs> that's why I um yeah I'm always in the kitchen at parties yeah yeah. <laughs> it's the it's a yeah, 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 yeah. It's brilliant. It's such a good song. I ain't no and blur. <laughs> I ain't no and blur. That's what it says. I ain't no cordon blur. It says something about she likes French cuisine, but I ain't oh, no right, cordon yeah, bleu. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> 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 find him in the kitchen at party. Okay, Google, <laughs> play it. That's why you find me in the kitchen at parties. I don't think it might have been that. <laughs> you always find me in the kitchen at parties. Nice. And if you listen to this on Spotify... This is just for us. If you... Okay, Google, max volume. what you call a tune is that Once we start recording, we can listen. We can do it. But a bit of a dance around. Yeah, um, but no, I, I think I, I do think Dave Gilmore, especially, incredibly talented and very good at what they do, but very dull. The thing is, I've always liked that about Pink Floyd. That's one of the things that I've always liked about them. And when you see like the Australian Pink Floyd, yeah, they're all completely like straight faced. Yeah. There is zero interaction with the audience. Especially the frontman, like, because if yeah. you remember, they just walk on and off. Yeah. So the singer will come on, he'll do a bit, and he'll fuck off. He won't yeah. stand there for five minutes while they're doing a solo. That is odd. Well, no, because it's it's more about what, what I like about it. One thing I can't stomach is tribute bands that try and be the band. Yeah, can't, yeah, yeah, yeah. I cannot yeah. stand it. No, you're right, actually. You're and what right. I love about them is it's it's like, we aren't important. We're, gi- we're, we're giving you the best version yeah. of these songs that you can yeah. hear without seeing the band themselves. Yeah. And the band, they couldn't perform those songs that way anymore because they're too fucking old. Mm-hmm. 
they could not they could not do it with the same amount of energy not that they were ever jumping around no but it's just that I, I guess once you've once you've played certain songs for over 30 years yeah can you still play them as the same way that you did after 10 years no probably not no but I think it, I, I think it's and it, it's wrong but you know they, they obviously when they do all the amazing stuff they're relatively poor relatively unheard of and they get some money they move to a little stately home in the middle of Hertfordshire or whatever that they, it kind of almost dulls their senses in regards to stuff. But they were never. They were always like that. The, the, I mean, they weren't the Sex Pistols. Not that no. I like the Sex Pistols, but, but they didn't have the same. Attitude. When you when you when you when you watch the making of the Dark Side of the Moon, yeah, and they all seem really quiet, really yeah. subdued. And when you read about the recording of the Great Gig in the Sky, right? Yeah, she came in and she just belted that yeah. out. <laughs> and but then apparently <laughs> she she stopped and the producers yeah. and people were just like blown away and the band was she was in tears or something wasn't she when she was no she wasn't oh wasn't she particularly oh. she was quite nonplussed by it but the, the band especially were just because she was quite sort of like fucking always just Pink Floyd yeah. Even though they were known, he was big by you know. Dark Side was the thing that really, but they were still, you know, they were still pretty big. They yeah. just weren't global no. like Dark Side made them. But they'd still had a fucking run by that point. Yeah, they'd still been playing with the Beatles by that point. Um, and and yeah, yeah, they were just like, yeah, that was great, thanks. <laughs> and it's gone on record that. They were like everyone was really amazed at how underwhelmed the band seemed to be yeah. with something that was. Everyone else thought this is going to go down. Yeah. This is yeah. this track's going to be around for decades. But they've always been that way, and when you see them in the studio talking and interacting and having the fucking lunch and just they're all just very like yes hello yes. <laughs> and I get it. Some people are like oh fucking boring bastards, but yeah. I, I've always really enjoyed that Pink Floyd. <laughs> Like the the the, the show because it was all about the show. Yeah. It wasn't just about a band on stage. They were one of the few bands that were like, lights were everything, yeah. graphics were everything, how the sound travel was everything. Yet the band themselves would be stock still. Yeah. <laughs> barely acknowledging the audience yeah. at all. You know, and I've always quite I've always admired that about Pink Floyd compared to a lot of bands. Not that I've got anything against the Sex Pistols approach. But I just I've always like I've always liked how Pink Floyd are just. I don't use Sex Pistols. I don't really like Sex Pistols, but it's uh, it's. Well, it, even like you know, the Clash or something. I mean, you seem to be we're focused on punk, haven't we? Yeah. Well, like any band that <laughs> tend to be like upbeat and jumping around and are just a little bit more sort of active or, or interesting. Yeah. In interviews and stuff. Interesting is probably the word. Yeah. Interesting. But they are interesting. They're very interesting. Yeah. They're just not like. You know, there's not. I, a... I, I remember we watched live. I think it was Live Aid, and obviously I was nine, and we were sat there and watched all of it. 
and I, and I think Pink Floyd came on quite near the end, didn't they? And <laughs> and I, I left and came back in and went, did I miss anything? And mum just went, no, they're just doing another long guitar solo. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking David Gilmore you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but the thing is now, I appreciate that now. Yeah. But, uh, um, but I think I think it was something like Dire Straits and then Pink Floyd. You know, obviously Dire Straits long guitar solos, and then Pink Floyd after long guitar solos. But no one can play that shit. No, no. I remember when I used to um, grow up this girl when I was like eighteen, and her dad was a massive Pink Floyd fan, and we always used to talk about. It, and he was also a guitar player. Never played in bands or anything like yeah. that. But he'd be like, he used to say to me, he was like, I will crack that comfortably numb solo. And he never could. And he used to say, he's fucking legal. He goes, Ross, I've been trying to learn this. I'm not joking for years. And I can't do it. And I'll try. And I'll get fed up of trying. And I'll leave it. And I'll come back. And I'll think, oh, I've gotten better now. Because I've learned all these other things. And I've returned to it. He goes, I cannot for the life of me play that solo. (laughs) I'm like, yeah, it's because it's fucking Dave Gilmore. He's one of the greatest guitarists in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what can you do? You know, like that. that, and, And that solo is famous. Yeah, it's the same as the solo like in Freebird. That's yeah. a long solo. Yeah, and it's it's an epic one. Yeah. because it's not just you know this this you, you you think of the solo it has a melody it has parts yeah. it has phases it's yeah. not just like constantly it could be its own thing on its own yeah yeah it's its own piece of music yeah, that solo yeah, yeah, yeah. and it has different phases of that solo yeah and just when you think when you think he's when you think he can't take it anymore when he's going and you'll go and you think fucking hell and then the next time he returns it goes that fucking hurts and it's like how is he still traversing it how is he still climbing and he goes and then he'll slowly work his back And every time it's more and more yeah. epic whenever he returns to it. Yeah. You see him go up the neck. Then <laughs> you just think, Jesus, how is he doing it? How, like, how has he not run out of room? <laughs> like, where is he finding these notes? How long is his guitar? <laughs> he just fucking plays it perfectly. Like, I was watching it last night, you know, the, the, the guitarist and then the Aussie Pink Floyd, he fucking smashed it. Yeah, and I was like, "Fuck me, he's doing a great." But there were certain elements. There were certain elements the way he was doing it that were a. And I guess you, you, yeah, only the people in the room who were a little bit obsessed. Yeah, and uh, well, musicians. Yeah. Could pick up on the simplified licks. Right. Okay. And there weren't many. Right. But okay. there were some where you thought he's, he's simplified that ever so slightly. 
Yeah. Where there's there's maybe half as many notes in that particular but section. I would say possibly even in their pomp, Pink Floyd would have done that as well. Yeah, possibly, yeah. You know, in regards to the the recorded version. Well, when they've had like 100 goes at it. Yeah. 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 Be very different. Yeah. Kind of have to. I'll tell you the bit that they did uh, do differently last night that I was a bit disappointed with was it was the start of... Um, is it in the flesh? Ross went to see Australian Pink Floyd last night, by the way. That's yes. why we're talking about this. Yeah. Is it, um... Okay, Google, play in the flesh. And I was like, oh. But then I thought, I am, I am the prick in this crowd. So I'm like, he didn't do that. He just did that. Why can't you just enjoy it, Ross? <laughs> you sat there on your own watching this. Like that. Just enjoy it. What, what what do you reckon the average age of the audience was that was there significantly older than me yeah there were a few there there were, there were a few people who were my age and some that were younger but for the most part it was um, 50 summings in leather jackets yeah Clarkson's of the world yeah yeah um, <laughs> yeah and there were some who were you know pensioners there was yeah. quite a few who were pensioners it wasn't as bad as when we went to see Simon and Garfunkel night <laughs> That was like, yeah, most of them were like 70s minimum. I suppose when Simon and Garfunkel, early 70s? Yeah. So, I mean, that's 50 years ago. Earlier still. They were like late 60s. Yeah, late well. 60s, weren't they? That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, there were a lot of pensioners there. But I've always, Simon and Garfunkel, I get it because it's like, it's probably more weird for me to be there than for the, well, it is more weird for me to be there than yeah. for them to be there. Yeah. Especially not just because of my age, but because for the most part I like heavy shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, the graduate was seventy, wasn't it? Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So yeah, we're talking. And they're already big by that. And they're point. already big by that point. So you're talking fifty-two years yeah. since that. Yeah. Fucking okay, so, Yeah, someone born in nineteen fifty would be twenty about that sort of time. Yeah. So they'll now be seventy-two. Yeah. All right. So the Pink Floyd audience were younger than that for the most part. Yeah. But they were still older than both of us. <laughs> All my <mad> put together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like the people I was sat in the middle of were significantly yeah. older than me. Yeah. Like one guy tonight, he was pissing me off because he was like, first of all, again, it's not like I've got any right to say, shut the fuck up. He was singing so loudly in my ear. I was like, you're starting to fucking ruin this for me, son. That, that would have been me. Eh? <laughs> that would have been me. Yeah, well, it, it, it's, it's, I think his missus had told him, will you shut the fuck up? But he was also videoing the entire thing and watching it all through his phone. What a prick. What a prick. Yeah. But he was like, right. he was been in his late 60s. Right, okay. 
But he was just like that. And he was just looking at his phone like that the whole time. And I kept looking at him. The first thing that was annoying me was the glare off his phone. Yeah. Yeah. And then I could hear him singing. So I was like this. <laughs> and then I think his wife must have known because he gradually stopped singing. I bet all that was highlighted because you're on your own now. And 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 what annoyed me was when they started playing money and he went, Yes, this is the one oh, fuck it to no. his wife and I was like, Of course. Of course. <laughs> you don't give a shit about one of these days. <laughs> you never even fucking heard a medal, have you? <laughs> Let me guess, you're here for money and comfortably not, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Sticking around for the wall, yeah, I thought it would And be. you probably prefer the uh, Scissor Sisters version. Yeah. Of them, but. <laughs> <laughs> but I do find it's the same. It's the same. Um, I think it's when you're really, really into a band. Yeah. And it was the same when we saw Clutch, when we saw Rammstein, is the vast majority of people there want to hear the bangers and the hits, which yes. I, I completely understand. And the band, ha- they have to do it. Yeah. Because there'll be more people pissed off than not. Yes. Um, but there's, if, if, if I think of my top three bands, yeah. which as of today and this morning, it's Clutch, Rammstein. 19th of November. Yeah, 2022. 2022. It's Clutch, Rammstein and Pink Floyd. Mm. They're my top three right now. Mm. And I'm like hanging on them playing, not playing the hits. I almost want to fast forward through the hits. Yes. It's like, all right, okay, and then, like Clutch have got, you know, when they play The Mob Goes Wild and, and they play Electric Worry and everyone goes, yeah! And it's like, oh, just fast forward it. <laughs> and I can't wait to hear what they're going to play next after that. Yes. Yeah. And it's like, I want them to, you know, and, I, and I, like I was saying to that guy, I said, I know they're not going to do, because he yeah. was like, what do you want to hear them play? And I'm like, well, there's certain things I know they're going to play that I really want them to. But there's a hell of a lot, the vast majority, that I, what I want them to play, I know that they won't. They won't play it, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it was the same at Rammstein, and I said the problem, is, and it's the same problem with all three bands when you see them live is you can never be fully satisfied because they've got that many songs and that yeah. many albums. But it, it, but it, it translates to every band. It translates to every band. If if you can imagine going, obviously not Queen aren't around now, but if if they if they could possibly come around in the original form, yeah. If they didn't do Bohemian Rhapsody. You'd feel a bit cheated. Yeah, of course. You just would. But there will be Queen fans going. F- f- yeah. Yeah. And it is 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 the most overplayed song they've ever done. Yeah. Um, but there's a reason it's a good song. It's the reason why most of them are there. Yeah. So they can't not play it. Yeah. Yeah. And like I said, I <laughs> you, would... you wouldn't go see Bon Jovi and not expect to hear "Living on a Prayer." Oh, fucking God, They're probably. <laughs> but you. But if if whatever, I can't stand bon Jovi. If, if if we won tickets, VIP tickets, and it was all paid for, we, we were able to go. If they didn't play "Living on a Prayer," you would be disappointed. I sell the tickets. Even yeah. if you, even if you didn't like them, you'd expect to hear it. I'd be well happy if they didn't play it. I'd be like, "What's the one saving grace about this evening that I didn't want to be on?" <laughs> we were spared "Living on a Prayer." But that, but West End Girls. 
Sometimes you're better off dead There's a gun in your hand that's pointing at your head You think you're mad, too unstable Kicking in chairs and knocking down tables In a restaurant in a West End town Call the police, there's a madman around Running down underground To a dive bar in a West End town Yeah, no, I was waiting for that. Yeah. Whereas you... So on. you're part of the problem. Oh, no, yeah, well, well <laughs> we've just said, just said that because Bohemian Rhapsody have been part of the problem. Yeah. I really want to hear it. Yeah. But that's because I haven't played them enough or explored everything else enough to feel that strongly about yeah. it. Yeah. I like the certain Queen songs um, that I am more bored of. I'm far more bored of um, Don't Stop Me Now than I am Bohemian Rhapsody. Yeah, I feel like "Don't Stop Me Now" gets played more. I think it's it's probably one of their most radio friendly songs. Yeah, and it's shorter. Yeah, yeah, and it's always at the end of the night. Yeah, Bohemian Rhapsody isn't. No, it's "Don't Stop Me Now." <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm it. I want a wedding going. I am. This is us. <laughs> The thing is that it's it's I had I had mixed feelings with with this Pet Shop Boys tour. It's a greatest hits tour. So you know the, the concert you went to see is a greatest hits tour. Yeah, and it is. And as everyone said, I forget how many good good songs they've done, but they've done some far better album song album tracks. Yeah, and the thing is, normally their tours. They'll sneak in either some B-sides or some album tracks. Mm. And that's for the fans. Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, I, I've heard album tracks that I never thought I'd hear them play live. Live. Mm. It's like, yes, good the, the, I tour about 10 years ago. They did three songs all in a row that were all sort of mixed into each other that were all B-sides and album tracks. It was the best bit of the whole concert. Mm. But if they played that at Glastonbury, people would go, what the fuck's this? Yeah. I guess it was it was a, when we went to see Clutch. Um, there's not a song that I don't know, <laughs> and they've got how many? Of the, I mean, they've got twelve or thirteen albums. Yeah. Let me just do a count up. I've never actually counted them. I can I can name them all, but actually to just say, oh, they've got X amount of albums. I would say eight or nine. Oh, I mean, no way more than that. Um, so if we go back. You've got 15 albums. Fucking hell. <laughs> yeah. And the first, the first, the first album was released in 93. Yeah. Um, and I know every single one of them. Yeah. They could play any song off any of those albums and I, I, I know it. Yeah. And, but that's what it is to have a favourite band in it. Yeah. And um, they do, like, they, they, they play the hits, but they, I love it. I'm always really excited to see what they put in there because yeah. the they'll, they'll go back and play something like Big News which was off the second album yeah um, they might play Space Grass you know and, and there's there's people in there that haven't got a clue about no. those songs because it wasn't until I'd say 2005-ish where they started knocking out songs that were more recognisable more anthemic right okay like Electric Worry 
bang, 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 vaminos, vaminos, bang, bang, bang. And they always play it last and everyone fucking loves it. Have I doing with it? It's my it's my West End girls. I'm I'm just like okay, and I'm, and, I, and like I sort of quite like the fact that's almost become a, 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 is it a verb? <laughs> it's not a verb. No, that's a that's a doing. Word. Yeah, yeah. It's a comparative. It's yeah, a, it's a benchmark. Yeah. Um, because it's true. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's just like and, and literally everyone everyone else is absolutely yeah. fucking like they're, they're hanging on it. And I, but I'm convinced that the band will be like, yeah, like we've got to play Electric Warrior yeah. again. And but then in the middle of the set, they'll play certain songs off like Pure Rock Fury or Elephant Riders. They play the Soap Makers still, which I'm so happy about. Um, but they actually missed. They didn't play one song off two of my favorite albums. I was devoured. Psychic Warfare. No. Or, or, uh, yeah. Uh, well, yes. That's your favorite yeah, album. It, yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> Although it changes at the, at the minute, it's probably book of bad decisions. Right. Okay. The book of bad decisions. That's the band you got me when I left. Uh, you guys got me when I left. You know, the one of the big eagle on the. Yeah. Film. That's got some, but they do play. They normally play like in walks Barbarella and songs like that, and they, they quite often play them live. And they didn't. They didn't play anything off it. I was like, oh no! And then when they did, when they came off, and I thought they're going to come back on, they're going to do three songs. And I know what three they're going to be, and none of yeah. them are going to be because they cover. They also the 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 penultimate song they play is always. Um, uh, oh no, no! They do Electric Worry as the penultimate song, and then they they cut. They've started covering um, Credence Clearwater Revival's "Fortunate Son." Right. Okay. You know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they always finish on that. And I remember when they first did it because I've always loved that song. Yeah. And when Clutch covered it, I was like, <laughs> "Fucking hell!" Your favorite band are covering one of my favorite songs. <laughs> And it's brilliant. It's yeah. like they're the perfect band to cover that song <laughs> and, and make it clutch like. Mm. When it hits that, you think that's the end now. Well, exactly. They're yes. not going to come on again after. Because you're on tenterhooks waiting to see what yeah, they're going to play next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the same with Ramstein. Fatima was like, Ross, they're not just going to play the fucking tunes that you love. <coughs> the one thing that really upset me with Ramstein is um, uh, Engel is a tune. Right. And it was one of the first releases. Right. And it was one of the first, I think it might even have been the first video they did was Engel. Angel in German. Mm. And I was, like, I, I was like, I can't wait for them to play Engel. Because like, I've never seen Rammstein before. No. And they're really hard to see. Because they don't come to the UK often. And when they do, the tickets fucking just yeah. fly. So the fact that Fatima managed to get them. You know, we had to go to fucking Cardiff. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I was like, you know, I can't wait. Engel was one of the songs that I couldn't wait to hear live. Yeah. 
and when it got to that point they played a piano version and I was fucking devastated because <laughs> that's a big song and even though it sounded good yeah it was like yeah I wanted full Engel in the face and that was not it <laughs> they even because they do this thing they, they like to play with the audience yeah and it's again all around the show and at one point you know they have like giant inflatable dick yeah and it's just spaffing all over the crowd and then they'll burn a baby in a cauldron and all this black ash comes down all over the crowd and and for, for any, and one of the things they do is they um, get a big platform and row it across the crowd right and they rowed out the whole band got in this boat and rowed across the crowd when got to the platform in the middle of the stadium and then they, they did angle um, acoustically and on the piano right and they got back in the boat and rowed back across back to the stage and uh, yeah I was like that was an amazing moment but uh, fuck me I just wanted angle to be like as big as it is but they play like like the Ramstein song the West End Girls of Ramstein is Do Hass Do Hass yeah and I've never liked it no. which is weird because it's that's like the definitive Ramstein song yeah this is what this band sound like yeah. listen to that song that'll give you everything you need to know I need to find out what Ramstein like what song do I listen to Do Hass yeah and it's a shame because <laughs> I've never liked it no Even like it's not like I used to, and I've got bored of it. For some reason, I've never liked Duhas. Well, uh, again, Western Girls. It's the Western Girls syndrome. It's it's, it's, I, it's not the song that I got got into with them. I, I didn't have the first album. I listened to the the second album and the third album. I eventually got the first album, and Western Girls was on it. I was like, yeah, it's good. Mm. Yeah. Ne- ne- never but I, but I play it to you and you go it is a banging tune though isn't it it is <laughs> it is a fucking banging tune yeah I, I, but the thing is now I can appreciate that it is but I've never been that fond of it I think it just yeah it's almost like it's a bit of a dickhead thing isn't it because it's like you don't know them like I do yeah it's a little bit like that it is it's exactly like that yeah um, and Fatima's always like rolling her eyes at me I'm like <laughs> Because when, when, when I was like, I went on the way down, we were talking about like, what's your ideal set list? Yeah. And my ideal set list was about 5% of what was actually on the set list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're dicks, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly, I think that's what, what it is to be like proper into it. Yeah. Properly into a band. Setting yourself up to be disappointed. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this to, to Clutch used to... Um, Clutch used to, um, they do album tours, and they yeah. still do, they release an album and go on yeah. a tour, but they used to do that album. Mm. So, like, they toured Earth Rocker, and they played it pretty much in its entirety, same with Psychic Warfare, and they were really, really good, but you, you didn't really get time to with this, because they released the album and immediately went out. On well, I, I was going to say, I think that's part of the problem with that. You either do that... The only way that works is if you do it 10 years after you've released it. Well, everyone's fucking proper slammed it yeah. well into it. Yeah. yeah. They, they know every beat. They know every, they know what song's coming next. If, if I've, I've been to concerts like that and they go, we're going to play the new album. It's like, there's part of you that's really excited 
Well, there's part of you that just, I don't know this song. Okay, Google, play High Flying Birds. Remember what might have been Had I walked you home I said I'd see you later You were living the dream But when the morning comes You're gonna meet your maker If I look at, um, and I'm, I'm going to be, I'm going to like massively generalise here, but the people who tend to like really love Liam Gallagher, yeah, are the people who strap in, guys. They're quite. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of a way of explaining this. I'll sound like a knob. Immature chavs. Well, I won't go that far. I'd probably say like. Just people who are less into music in general. Um, like, the sort of, you know, like passive music fans, you know, like they'll, they'll absorb what's on the radio. Um, they don't go out and buy music. Yeah. They don't have a, you know, sort of broad range or taste in music. It tends to be like, I fucking love Oasis and Wonderwall. And what's the story? Um, they tend to take music less seriously, and I think Noel Gallagher fans tend to be the people that are a little bit more, um, to, well, to take music a little bit more seriously than the Liam Gallagher fans. Yeah. Like, I was like when we saw Noel Gallagher at Glastonbury, and he summed it up in a phrase. In a, in a phrase. He said, "I'm going to play some of my shit, and then after that, there's going to be a lot of fucking happy people in bucket hats." <laughs> Those are Liam Gallagher fans. Yeah. <laughs> and where those songs are amazing, I think it's quite sad at the same time. Yes. Liam Gallagher's following is like Liam Gallagher. No beds. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, everybody, to the, this Christmas special episode of the Simon and Ross podcast. Christmas was mentioned at the beginning, so it classes as a Christmas special. <laughs> True to form, I say. <laughs> so, thanks for listening. I hope you all have a great Christmas yeah. and stay tuned because we're going to be doing another audiobook. This time it's going to be Charles Dickens' The Signalman. Are you, have you put in some practice on the <laughs> reading front? <laughs> Yeah, I've learnt some words. <laughs> Mainly ones beginning with F. I'm big. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't wait for that. So, um, <laughs> thanks guys. And we'll see you next time. See Bye. You, see you next time. Bye.
Norbert. 